Welcome to another week of Living a Rich Life. I'm your host, Rich James. Here on Living a Rich Life talk show, we inform, inspire, and encourage each other to live the principles of Living a Rich Life Network. Those principles are good health, strong relationships, financial freedom, goals and achievement, extraordinary experiences, and philanthropy. We all have a story to tell, and today's guests are no different. With that being said, let's talk about it. Our first guest, um, well, his mission is to inspire and create connectivity with each child that he touches at least once a day. He wanna reach out and, and touch the youth at least once a day, and that's something phenomenal. And not just the children, but to inspire others. So please welcome author, poet, rapper, model, and motivational speaker, DeMarco Polk, a.k.a. Uncle Marco. Welcome, you? My brother. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you guys for having me on the show. Um, I'm excited to be here, and, um, and, I, and, I, and I really love what you guys stand for here. So it's just like, it's just a no-brainer to be a part of what you guys going on, got going on here. And, you know, I'm excited to work with you guys. All right. Well, we we appreciate it because be exposed ready. That's that's what we do in the name itself. We uh in a good way. We exposed and uh, you know we like to have folks come on, tell their stories, um, and again a few things that we'll get into. Give you an opportunity to share the world and, and tell your story. Does that that sound like a plan? Hey man, I'm here for it. All right, definitely. So first and foremost, um, author, poet, rapper, model. Yeah. Motivational speaker. Yes, sir. A lot of lot of hats to wear. Tell us, tell us who Demarco Polk is. Okay, well, well, um, I'm a middle child of seven, lucky Libra. So that's where like a lot of my creativity comes from. You know, that in home environment, seeing so many different people, so many different personalities, and that just kind of weighed on me. So. I've always seen myself doing one thing with one brother or another thing with another sister. So. I've, I've created so many different personalities where though I can, you know, be out in the world and just be very diverse. Anywhere I go, I just fit in right there and, and it pulls out the great parts of me. So I just realized, like, oh, man, I'm supposed to be modeling. I didn't know this. Oh, man, I'm good with words. I didn't know this. But certain places pulled that out of me. And, and I said, you know what? It's the reason that God gave me these talents. He gave me these abilities. You know what I mean? He put it in my spirit. It was divine. I said, okay, I'm sticking with it. I'm not going to drop it for another thing. God just put keep putting things in my basket. So I'm super grateful for that. And um yeah, like I said, man, just I think just just saying a lot of different things has created uh this multi a multi-purpose type of individual, you know what I mean? Okay, ab- absolutely. So let's let's touch on first uh the first thing, um, author, because um that's how we actually engage. So you you yeah. know, I don't know how many books you've put out, but what gravitate? What I, I gravitated towards you with your book called uh, uh, Uncle Marco and the Rainy Day, right? So, so first and foremost, what inspired you to start writing? Okay, so 
I was always like a writer when I was younger. Um, I think it was something like to just use my imagination for when I was young. It really had no purpose at the time when I was younger, just like little stories and stuff like that really had no true, true angle, no real purpose. I just was just, you know, releasing, you know, as I got older, you know, teenage years, you, you go through those phases where, though, you know, you're one of those cool guys, you know, and, mm-hmm. and I used my writing ability to make music. So I was in that phase for years, but I always realized that the content that I was writing was like, Bro, that's not what rappers write about. You know what I mean? This is this is not that. You know what I mean? So over time, I said, okay. I started working with children, and I had this, like, immediately, it was an impact that I've never felt to give someone and for someone to give to me and not be aware of. It wasn't intentional. It was just like, oh, I'm here to work. And the kids like, I'm just here because I go to school here. You know, but I think we both did something to each other. And I went home, and I said, man, what can I really do to really make this thing full circle, use my talent and use how I can make impact. With And it's, it was it was effortless making impact. So I was like, why not make effort and utilize the tools that God gave you? So that's what put me in my first position to write children's books. And from there, it was like, I'm not looking back. This is what I'm doing. Okay. So again, this was the book that that actually we, we connected. So what's the key theme and or message um, in, in this book? And again, folks that's just tuning in and talking to DeMarco Polk, Uncle Marco, author, poet, rapper. What tell us, tell us what was the key theme and message in the okay. those that are just tuning in? So with the backstory on Uncle Marco in a rainy day, like this is, you know, it's everything is truly inspired from real life experiences and situations. I was um watching my nephew, <laughs> watching my nephew, and um, you know. His mom's at work, his dad's at work. And I watched, I'm like, hey, man, you know, just chilling around the house. I'm like, what you want to be when you get older, you know? He's like, I want to work in a warehouse like my dad. And I'm like, I don't think that's it. You know what I mean? I think you got something else inside of you, you know? And in that moment, it really, I just grasped like, wow. You know, when I was young, I thought like I wanted to be the president. I wanted to be a football player. Like, you know, I wanted to be like Will Smith. Like, you know, things of that nature. Okay. You know? think that nowadays kids have such um they've been influenced so much by reality sometimes that that now the dreams is kind of being imagination is now being snatched from them they don't actually think about big 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 you know they think right what's in arms reach that's oh that's the real dream you know what i mean so the message with this one was to one get kids to think bigger bigger, bigger, see yourself as, as a doctor or see yourself as a chef or a teacher, you know what I mean? Something something that they see on a day-to-day basis, but actually see themselves as that on a day-to-day basis. So that was something I really wanted to do with this book, and I really cultivated it, and I feel like a lot of young children, they read it, and I talk to them again, I talk to their parents, and they like, well, now my son wants to be a gymnast now. He's just flipping around the house. So it shows that once you show like some direction a little bit, just show them like, hey, you might, hey, you ever think about being just exposed them to certain things, and that may open up the rest of their life right in front of your eyes. You know what I mean? So I just feel like that's very important. So that's what um Uncle Mark on a rainy day was all about. That's you know, let me, I, I gotta say something here. Yeah. The fact that you know your 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 examples of what they can do as chill as a child. Yeah. Um. Is I I love the sense of. No, you don't have to be a professional basketball player, football player. I mean, if you want those things, 
but there's so much more, especially as a, a, an African-American man, that we are capable of doing. So I, I, I love the examples that you gave. They're yes, not sir. the norm. Um, yeah. And that's, I mean, that's just, a, that's just a beautiful thing. Personal yeah. question, if you don't mind. Okay. Uh, do you have any children? I, I have no children at all. No children yeah, at all. Yeah, no children. Okay, so it's your nephew that <clears throat> is really influenced and you wrote this. Now, is yeah. this your first book? My first actually called Roxy the Baltimore Bully. Ah, okay. This is Roxy the Baltimore Bully. This is my first book ever. Um, all my all my artists, you know, dear to my heart. I love them all, you know, but, but this right here, you know, I feel like all culture was kind of put into just something very, very gentle for children. And I think, you know, have you ever like watched a show and you watch it and you enjoy it when you're younger and then you get older and then you go look back at it and you was like, this was the message here. Right. So I feel like that was one of the, this is that, that's the sense and the vibe that I got from that project. And a couple of people that I put it in their hands, they thought bad. They said, man, you actually on to something with this one. And um, I say that because Roxy the Baltimore Bully is about, you know, this big black dog that, you know, everybody is just afraid of and just, just thinks the worst of just, just outlandish things about the dog. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And all actuality once you really get to know the individual, you really get to know the dog, you'll see that the dog is much like yourself. The dog, the dog is very similar, very gentle. Very, um, he, he, he gets afraid. He has dreams. You know what I mean? He has things that, that he's uncomfortable with. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's the thing that we need our children to understand. One thing that they see, and it's one thing to be truth. You can see one thing, mm. but what you see may not be the truth. Facts. Which may hear from others about this one thing, about this one person, may not be the truth. You know, so I think not judging a book by its cover was the message with this one. And it, it, it really resonated with me because I feel like, you know, as a, like you said again, as an African-American young man in his 20s, you know what I mean? Like, some days you can catch me, you know, dressed to the T. But then there's other days you might catch me with a sweatsuit in the 990s on and you don't know. You don't know who I am. You don't, oh, that's not a poet. That's not an author. That's not someone that's trying to impact the community. You know, but if you judge my book, you won't actually know what's inside of me. You wouldn't know. You know what I mean? So that's one that I really wanted to put out there, you know, for, for Black men, for the Black culture. They hear our voice. They think we're loud. They get intimidated. This in the corporate field. Mm-hmm. Any, it's anywhere you want to go. You know what I mean? But if you think about it, you go home to your family, your man, your husband, your dad, you're like, yo, I have stressful days. Some days I don't feel some, am I protecting enough? You know, it's, we, right. we still, you know, we still have something inside of here. You know, we still have something inside of here. So I think that's something to, to, to put in front children early so they can know oneself. So, so share with the audience, our viewers that are watching and listening um, at this point in time, yeah. How can they get in touch with you um, before we move on? Because I want to get into the poet section of okay. Marvel right. How can okay. they get a hold of your, your books, your, your writings, as we talk about the, the author aspect? How can they get a hold of your, your, your writing? No, go on Amazon. Um, you can go on Amazon, type up DeMarco Poe, Roxy the Baltimore Bully, everything will pop up. You can order on Amazon, or you can contact me directly. I do shipping, shipping handling, all that. Um, that's definitely if you want your book signed, because I know a lot of people, they're like, 
I want your signature. And that's, don't give me no book. Hey, what you tell me? Hey, I want the signature. You know what I mean? So if you want the signature, it's no problem. That's no problem. Contact me personally. You can hit me up on Instagram at this really Marco. That's T-H-I-S, really, Marco like Polo. Um, on Facebook, you can find me at Marco X Malcolm X. Um, like one word, Marco X is one word, Malcolm X is another word. Um, yeah, so that's where they can find me at. And um, I have a lot more content to come. I'm actually working on some um I'm really excited about this. I'll save it for later. Let's continue. All right. So no, no. So let's so so as as we move from the author piece. So you wrote, you have written a, a couple of of books. Um, yeah. Focus on on child, children books. Yeah. Let's talk about the poet. Yeah. Tell, tell us in terms of uh, your your poetry, and you do know if we you say that we're going to ask you to spit something. Hey, I mean, I'm always I right. stay gotta get ready. So. Ah, yeah. that's what I like to hear. So tell um, us about what, what you have going on um, from the poetic aspect of things, and then we'll lead into you spitting a little something for us. So so again, like um, like I was saying about being a, a published author with the children's books, it started off, like I said, again, with music. Music was like the, you know, besides football, everybody had that football backyard first love, but music was that thing that really I woke up and wanted to do it. I went to sleep and wanted to do it, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I said, there were certain things I would write and talk about. It was like, that's cool, but that's not what they want to dance to. They want to be out their mind, Marco, you know. So you got to you gotta be more intentional with your writing, you know. So I recently said, you know what? I'm going to really stay locked into this poetry bag and maximize everything. So I just was going to all the poetry spots all over the city, just killing the game, you know, just making my impact, letting people know who I was, making my face sane. Um, been... been one thing that I can say about my poetry that I want people to know is that um, I work really hard to be, and it's not even really work because it's 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 not on me; it's in me, you know. Right. When when you're doing something that you love, you don't really. It doesn't really seem like work. I mean, yeah, it don't seem work, you know. But when you okay. want to be a professional, you want to be great. Sometimes you can play things by such a tight, strict book that sometimes you lose your creativity within it, you know? So I've been working really hard to still keep my personality, keep still implement my hammer, still implement who I am in my essence inside of, in my body of work, not only just pushing out a message, you know what I mean? Because the message is what it is for, you know? But I also have to be, I still have to, they still need to hear a messenger inside of the message. So I work really hard with that as a as a as a poet, and um, you know, I love it, man. This this is what I really love to do, and um, I so also just, so I, so so give us give us something, give us something now, because again, this is be exposed radio. Okay, so, let's get um, it. You got a, you got some viewers again. Let's get watching and listening. Yeah, let's get into it. Gentlemen, we have Demarco Pope Pope mm-hmm. giving us one of his uh, poems. Go for it. I said. I call my power back from all corners, people, and situations that's been draining me consciously or unconsciously, intentionally or unintentionally. Energy vampires die of thirst in every realm and lifetime. I cut communication and soul ties, those same ties that was tying me down. I don't need an anchor, helium, lift me up. If your love ain't loud, fitting all the dope, don't hit me up. For these words, I am true. 
I'm an angel of conduit, but don't take my kindness for weakness. Narcissistic leeches trying to convince me that I need them. I say no minds no more. No longer shall you steal my joy. I terminate termites, turn all that I work for. So I said I'm blessed and favored in infinite dimensions. So any thought, action, or weapon formed against me shall diminish. That's correct. That's right. <laughs> All right, so what else you got going on in the in the in the, the, the poetic fronts? Okay, so, so I'm also um so I've actually taken a step back from just being like a writer and a and a performer. Okay. Um, and now I'm actually hosting and throwing my own poetry events. Um so I'm always just out picking up new talent, you know, in the mix, learning, studying, um, working on my craft, watching old hosts from back in the day. So I'm doing a lot of hosting. Um, so my place is called The Sanctuary. The Sanctuary, and my next event is February 11th. Um, it's 1329 West Baltimore Street. It's right off of um, like Martin Luther King and Baltimore Street. Um, very vibrant energy, you know? It's, 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 it's all about the type of people that come out, you know, I don't, I don't like certain, you know, it's, it's a certain type of environment that we create where we can be safe. We can, we can be, we can be our true self. We can feel comfortable. We can know as strangers, I'm talking stranger to stranger. Right. This is the culture that I'm trying to create in Baltimore city. And that's not, I'm not, I'm not trying to create, I'm creating it. It's getting done. How do you come up? So how do you come up with, when it comes, you know, because I, I mean, I'm no poet, I'm no author. Okay. Um, even the, the the titles of your books, some of your writing, is that based on life experiences? What yeah. is, what is that based on? Let me not even add, answer um, the question. What is that based on? It's I, I would say that it, it's it's a multitude of things, you know, because you have life experiences that you're like, oh man, um, I need to go home and just like debrief from that, but it sit on you, it weigh on you so much that. It can come out in your craft. It can come in your work, you know, but then also there's inspiration where, you know, I can be online and just doing research and read something or stumble across like somebody that nobody's ever heard of, but he's doing all the work. This man's like, you know, like I was on the Nipsey Hustle wave before Nipsey Hustle died, before anybody really knew. And I'm like, yo, this guy's doing it. Like he's really a changed man, growing man. Like even at his young stages, you heard, you heard, you heard it in his spirit, young, you know. But as he became an older man, a wiser man, a father, it, became, it was something different, you know what I mean. So I can see things like that on a day to day situation where it may have inspired me and it triggered me to go write some stuff. Or it's, I have this one poem. I'll give you this poem as well. Everyone loves this poem, um, and this was inspired by real, true, you know, friends and. The environment and what it, what it what it really looks like, you know. So um, this poem is called "Dummy," right? It's called you're from Baltimore. If you know anybody from Baltimore, um, and even if you've been around, you've been around anybody from Baltimore, you may hear somebody like, "Hey, what's up, Dummy? What's going on, Dummy?" Like, yeah. yeah I, so let's talk. I was before you get into it. Yeah, it's so the poem's called "Dummy." Yeah, that, I'm, yep. I'm interested to hear that because that just doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. Um, I'm a native New Yorker. I've, yeah. been, I've been in Baltimore for quite some time, and um, I, I just don't see anything flattering or respectful of just calling someone, walking up, hey, what up, dummy? There's, there's nothing. So this is a little piece that's dear to my heart. Okay, go for it. I said, 
starting my day vibrating high, if I'm being blunt, to get the heart chakra pumping. I thought I'd go for a run. Mid stride, I get a call from. He said, what it is. That dummy ain't quite dead yet. And dummy still got the 30 and he ain't worried because he the biggest threat. And dummy led by the lead, which led to his biggest check. And dummy just dropped his mixtape and he know I'm bumping that. So for his dummy head, shoot you from your leg to your arm to your head and you know the rest. But let's stay present. It's the greeting for me. No, for real, we politicking, boss. It's a meeting to me. We act really stimulating. I know you feel the algorithm when you say it is contagious. I get frustrated on occasions because I still be on some bullshit. Like Jordan on his last dance shit. I get the ranting on some Durant shit. Ali won't fight the white man war unless it's Black Pantherish. I had to dumb it down. I had to go caveman on him. I said, bro, best talk bad about self. He said, what? I said, best talk bad about self. He said, bro, you out here talking crazy. I said, no, you out here talking crazy. Out here talking down on self. Duality aside, and when things fall apart, I would ask, is you dumb, rather, boys, you smart, word bending, I'm shape-shifting, it's a work of art, articulating my understanding, painting a picture vividly where we are. We was on Potley Grove and Riggs, right there by the corner store. It was me, Reek, Freaky, and Wichita. Freaky said, hey, dummy, y'all want to go to the mall? I said, yo, we got to talk about this, y'all. Like, how I'm your man's a real friend, but you refer to me in this sense as a dummy. The one that'll get the clothes off of his back. And when you stress, play the role as your therapist. The one you too tough to get. While we trauma bond off of lipsticks and twigs. And as I was elaborating on that deep illusion, Freaky Button and said, man, you geeking stupid. And at this point of the conversation, I'm just tired of struggling. Reek come in like, dummy, I think Marco wanted something. Maybe using positive words can make adjustments. It's like the same adrenaline that I get from hustling. To go to the mall, I ask my girl what she wanting on. She don't need for nothing. Using words that's low vibrations, constantly consuming false information, keeps us trapped and chained to the trap where we train for our final destination. And there'll be obituary saying, congratulations. Trap where we train for our final destination. Congratulations. Welcome to heaven, young king. Like boomerang on us, crying on my shoulder, expose your biggest secret. She pulled me in closer. She said, Marco, he was dumbing himself down for y'all love to gain respect and support. He was in the mirror, mirror, and thug outside. He was ratchet with a ratchet, but inside he was exhausted and shattered and battered because at the tender age of seven, he created this false reality that he didn't matter. So I'm here to tell you that you matter. The way you think about yourself matter. The way you talk about yourself matter. And to get the heart shot pumping, I think you should go for a run. And next thing, next time you call my phone, think twice before calling me dumb. Ignorance is bliss, but I promise you can't miss this one. Internally and externally, there's work to be done. Let's get it done. Oh, hey. Okay. That's, uh, I kind of like that. That was long, but I, I like that. That's... Yeah, that because that that word that we just that that threw me for a loop a couple of times. So, yeah, no, it's it's, hmm. it's it's something inside of the culture, something that you know when you're just programmed, you know, mm-hmm. you, you find beauty in the craziest things, you know. <clears throat> Let me ask you. So, where do you draw your inspiration from, day day in and day out? Right, it has to come um, from somewhere. 
me tell you this. I give you, I give you some some super duper fresh, fresh, fresh. Because this is this is this is stuff that I journal about right here. You know what I mean? I'm in the journal. So you journal? Yes. Anybody watching, please. You need to get your journal. You need to do this daily, whether it's every morning, every night, whether you just drop jot a line down throughout the day. You'll be surprised. You'll go back and look like, dang, I said this at one o'clock. I came back at four and then seven and at nine before I laid down. That's some good stuff on my mind, you know? So That's interesting. That's interesting. Because sometimes, you know, again, you know, again, as an African-American man, and then yeah. when you think of journaling, sometimes folks think about just females journaling. Yeah. And, and honestly, I like to be a true advocate for therapy, for mental health, for journaling. Whatever it takes to be your best self, that's what you need best do as a man. Because if you're the best version of yourself as a man, you're the best version of yourself for your community. You're your best 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 self for, for your family, for your kids, for the ones closest to you, for your job. Like everything is going to be in line. If you're doing what you need to do, you're going to be able to take care of everything else. So, But if you don't have it up right here, everything else around you is going to be chaos. You know what I mean? So mental health, very, 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 very serious. Like, um, how, how, how often, DeMarco, how often do you, do you, do you write? Do you typically write every day outside uh, of the journaling, outside of the journaling? Outside of journaling. Um, I would say I write as much as, as much as God allows me to write. Mm. So there's days where I can write, for hours there's there's days where i may be only able to journal i may not even i can go work on some poetry and not like none of the poetry i come up with mm, okay self-help book right now that i'm like super excited about stay tuned for that self-help book coming real soon it's called fool's gold stay out for that you know what i mean listen fool's gold is a real real thing one thing that you may think is gold ain't really gold <laughs> you know? So, so come, I'm, I'm going to tell y'all, I got some gems that I'm working on, but like I said, um, I could be writing and some days I just don't feel connected to the thing that, you know, um, that I'm jotting down as a, as an artist and an author, um, it's very important to feel connected to what you produce. You know, it's like, I mean, I don't have kids, so I can, but watch this. It's like your own children. You got to to be connected to the things you produce. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. No, no, that's 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 a fact. That, yeah, that's a it's, fact. it's real. You know what I mean? I can write something, go back to it, and still feel connected to it. And I wrote it two years ago. You know what I mean? Like, wow. You know what I mean? So that's super important. Um, so I would say I write as much as God allows me to, whatever He brings to me, and I and I feel that is meant to be kept and is meant to be, you know, honored. Then you know I'm gonna do shared. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. I mean, this, this is a lot different from us uh, having a conversation out and about. So I appreciate you taking the time. Do you have a favorite author? Mm. Favorite author? Can I give you some favorite books? Favorite books that that works that works too. What are you reading now? Are you actually reading something now? What are you reading now? Um, this is funny. This is, this is going to be funny, but I'm reading two books. I'm reading three books right now, but I have two on me that I can really give to you, but I'm reading this one because I just went back and really started of like patterns as, as you know, 
being a single male, you know, single male, you know, on the market doing my thing, you know what I mean? Um, from being in a being in a five year relationship and being single for three years, I've seen a lot of different things in them, and I've seen a lot of things in myself. Okay. You know, something that I can say, hmm, that's something to be mindful of moving forward. And some things like I'm not really proud that I was even involved with that. I'm mm-hmm. proud I handle certain situations. So um, I'm actually reading two books, and these are throwback books to me because my mom actually wrote these books, right? That's the crazy part. So my mom wrote them. Um, Selena Pope, this is How to Please Your Queen, right? Right. Oh, so the mom, your mother's an author also. So, so this, so this is the mom is the is the mecca. You feel me? The mom okay. is the, the mecca. You know what I mean? So, uh, my mom, I, as I like to say, I'll drink to that. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I will. Hey, hey, honor thou mother, thou father, thou day shall be longer. You know. Mm. Um, but she's a wonderful woman. Does a lot of her work. She's she's even she's still writing to this day. But she's actually working on um, film. She's actually about to drop her second movie. It's called Life of Sweet Mandisi. Um, so so I'm always inspired by her every day. You know what I mean? But I think when I she wrote these books when I were young when I was young I think about I didn't know anything about being a king or a or even possessing a queen. You know so. Mm-hmm. I mean, life where I'm actually reflecting on that but in my spare time I'm reading like Rich Dad Poor Dad um okay okay good book good book for Rich like those are the things that that like really stimulate my mind and um make me think about the world and how I should produce and and you know place myself in this world at times business-wise so do you, so this is interesting that because you say your mother's an author, so the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. That's yeah. that's the first thing. Yeah. Um you ever think about co-authoring a book with your mother? Is that um I actually have because okay. I've I've had so many different like um because like I said, she's working on movies and stuff now. So mm-hmm. everything is filmed to her now, like everything is on the ah, screen. Okay. So, like even her sitting sitting in front of the TV, she's actually studying. She's not even just enjoying TV no more. She's at work right now. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. um, but I definitely thought about about doing something with her because I think the way that her mind works, she she knows how to, as a writer, she knows how to build that climax and ooh, to take you on that roller coaster, to have you on the edge of your seat, and that's and that's what that's what reading words is all about it's actually like pulling at you pulling at your subconscious your 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 conscious with like words it's not even you're not even talking sometimes when you're reading half the time when you're reading you know what i mean like you're just right right you're just sitting there taking it in absolutely so i want to break it up a little bit and, and have a little fun with you something okay. that i like to do off often with my guests okay. so something either or it's called either or i'm going to give you two options okay um, and again, it's just kind of related to who you are as a person, as an individual, right? All right cool. <laughs> so either or, movie, right. movie or book. Um, is this for me to enjoy or are you saying for me to produce? What's the question? Well, well you can take it both ways. For you to enjoy. For me to enjoy, probably a book. I'll be a book. Okay. And then, I mean, I will assume that, you know, a movie or a book, there's probably both those things could work. Yeah. Okay. 
Here's some right. tips. Yes, sir. All right. Now, um, social media or a book? Um, definitely a book, but I got to do my business. Got to take care of my business now. You know? So I make, I, I'm, so I'm all about balance. So I make a balance for both. So you may hear a lot of balanced answers, but. Okay, well, there's nothing wrong with that. Balance is good. We'll, we'll take that for now. Yeah. Um, now, one of the things, so uh, an actual physical book, which, again, because this was 2021, when you, yeah. um, which, which I love because I think some folks get away. I, mean, I don't know too many people still reading newspapers, but there's, you know, you can have actual paperback books or, or, or e-book. No, paper book all day. Is <laughs> that real easy? Paper book all day. All day. Okay. That is just like it's 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 convenient, you know. I'm not gonna lie. I, was, I literally was at work with my phone reading a book. Literally, you know, I couldn't do that with a physical book, though. You know, so in certain certain spaces like that, it's convenient. But to feel whole and feel connected to the words holding it feels different you know absolutely absolutely tell our audience and folks and our, our viewers what advice would you give to anyone watching right now what advice would you give if they want to be an author a poet a rapper? I would say anything that you're trying to do movement is necessary you gotta movement is you know what I mean yeah. I like that. Movement is necessary. Yeah, yeah. You just watch, get the moving and watch the results of moving and then go back in the house, back in your shell and reflect on what movement got you. You know, I'm talking about the good movement, like trying to get to where you're trying to go. You know, you can actually see the difference. So I would say movement is very, very important. But I also say when you go through like problems and stuff like that, um, and this is something that I had to work on. And, and to this data, I just like, I get excited. I get like, I'll be, I'll be weird about it. Like, oh yeah, you giving me a problem today, Lord. Okay, boom, that's what we doing. Got another hurdle today. You giving me something to, oh, paying me for elevation. That's what you're doing. You getting me ready to jump over stuff. I got to get out of the way for this. I got to, you keeping me moving. You keeping me moving. You keeping momentum in my life. Whether I'm going up in this trajectory, whether it's speed, whether I'm going around obstacles, God keeping me moving. So just stay moving and be mindful of your movement and just know that it's for the betterment. When you're still and content and not fighting for life and not fighting for your goals, no matter what they are, you're going to get the results of that. You know, so that's super important. And one thing I will say, I'm going to say this and then we can, whatever we want to go from there, but I realized that how you really, they, it may sound cliche, but how you feel about yourself, people going to feel that about you too. Mm. Uh, right here, right now, anybody's watching. If you feel like, when you feel like you ain't got no money in your pockets and if you, you probably really don't got no money in your pockets or whatever the case may be, but when you feel it and believe it with conviction that people around you can already feel it and conviction. Resonates. Yeah. So, so if you don't believe in yourself, people know you don't believe in yourself, so I ain't really believing you neither. Yeah, facts, facts. I and believe in yourself and people are like, yo, all right, they coming. You know yeah. what I mean? So really yourself. Okay, two questions that I, I always ask my guests. Um, 
One, what does living a rich life mean to you? Mm. Living a rich life to me, it means being being in, in such a space where your perspective is that everything is top shelf and it doesn't necessarily need to be top shelf. I can have on some shacks right now from Walmart, but I'm so comfortable in my life that I feel so good. I'm so comfortable in my skin that this is a rich life. I'm living a lavish life as, as how I choose to find peace. So whatever my peace of mind may look like. So, you know, for me personally, you know, taking care of your family, taking care of your body, taking care of your mind, taking care of your spirit, making sure that you've been authentic. You're not out here being biased. You're not lying to yourself to get by. You're not lying to society. You're not being no clown. You actually being real with yourself, whether you male, female, you actually being the best version of yourself. And that's living a rich life. Not, not, it ain't got nothing to do with money. Just that's, it's internal. Like, like I said earlier, it's, 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 it's Emmy ain't on me. You know what I mean? So you guys are doing a great job. You guys are doing a great job with, with, hey, man, you, hey, man. When you did the whole introduction, I said, man, I'm ready to interview him. This is good, huh? Tell me more. This is, I love this, you know? Yeah, ab- ab- absolutely. That's, 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 that's what we do here. That's what we yeah. do. It's, it's about, at the end of the day, it's a win-win situation. It's a right. win-win situation. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's let's so so what else do you have going on um in terms of next step? What what can we expect from um Polk? So I'm, I'm really excited about my next children book. Um it's called Jasmine Learns How to Save. Um I'm super excited because one, you know, all my books they have nothing but African American characters inside of it. All you're gonna see is Madeline Skin. That's what it's about. That's all we're doing. You know what I mean? And um, long story short, I'm introducing my first beautiful, young, black girl. I feel like this is something that, you know, the culture been wanting, you know what I mean? A lot of a lot of my books have been, you know, they've been giving off, you know, masculine energy. Mm-hmm. You know, so this is something I'm extremely excited about. And it's also teaching financial literacy, teaching young girls how to save, you know what I mean? We need all women in this headspace growing up, you know what I mean? We need young men in this headspace growing up. Like, we need to have this in our community. This is something that they need to be learning right now. They need to be saving their little quarters, saving their little dimes, and seeing what that do for them. It looking like, I got $5. How that happen, man? You been saving. You know, so that's something for a four-year-old or five-year-old that be with they stay at home mom, that's something that, you know, that can really get them going. Like, wow, you know what I mean? How to really engage. And that's going to stick with them for life. So I'm extremely excited about that project. Um, and again, I'm working on a poetry book. Um, my poetry book is called Young and Mindful. I know you heard young, dumb, and free. You know, a lot of people like to be young and dumb and then no, I, I like to be young and mindful right now. I'm going to be young. I got my youth. But at the same time, I'm going to be mindful about my youth. You know what I mean? So um, that's a, that's another project that I'm working on. So I have three books that's going to be coming out. Jasmine Learns How to Save. Then I'll be coming out with Young and Mindful. And as well, the self-help book called Fool's Gold, teaching people, you know, what type of things that we can say that we attach ourselves to that we think is precious, that has value in our actuality. It does. You know? that's, that's, that's what's up. I, I, I appreciate that. So I definitely, for those that are just tuning in and and watching and viewing, we are talking with DeMarco Polk, a.k.a. Uncle Marco, author, poet, rapper, model, and motivational speaker. 
Um, Marco, I want to thank you for joining. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Good conversation. I look forward to your, your, your new venture with the poet, the, the yeah. poetic stuff. Um, was it called The Sanctuary? Sanctuary. Again, yeah, again, February 11th. It's going to be real nice, real vibrant. I think you should come, you know, throw that stuff on because we dress to impress, you know what I mean? Like, you know, we loving up on each other. It's one of those environments. So, um, find me on Instagram. It's really Marco. Yeah. That's really Marco, like Polo. Um, Facebook, Marco X, Marco X. And, and it's going to be real nice. So at this event, I'm going to have poets, comedians, K-Rock, Snow. I got all types of artists coming out, rappers, singers. It's going to be real nice. So um, I, I'm, I'm looking for it. All right. Well, thanks for joining. And I will definitely be, uh, I will put that on my calendar. Yes, sir. And, um, come and check it out. Hey, get the in advance. People standing up last time. You know, Marco sold our house. I don't play. You know, you get them tickets in advance. I got you. I got yes, you. You take it easy, champ. I appreciate right. you. No doubt. No doubt. All right, folks. There you have it. We were speaking with DeMarco Polk. Uh, again, author, poet, rapper. Uh, wearing many hats. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, our next guest here on Living a Rich Life. Well, uh, she is known for helping people reach their health and fitness goals. Uh, she is passionate about a healthier lifestyle and will transform your body and influence your mind to make conscious decisions when it comes to your health. Please welcome the architect of Supreme Fitness Training and personal trainer, Ms. Tanya Gibson. Take yourself off mute, baby girl. You're on mute, queen. Can you hear me? I can hear you. I can hear you. I always do that. I'm sorry. Hi, how are you? I am better than amazing. How about yourself? Good. Same here. I feel great. I am really good. I'm feeling strong and healthy. That's that's well, every time I see you, you look strong and healthy and lovely. Thank you. Um, in, in, in no specific order, but you're always uh, a, a class act when I, when I see you out. So Thank you. I appreciate that. So tell us, what got you into fitness training, first and foremost? That's what I want to know. You know, you know it's funny because it actually was a mistake. So um, okay. I was my son was training me. And in the midst of him training me, he got busy. I started training myself. People started to like my results. And they were like, hey, can you train me? I like your results. And I'm like, I'm not a fitness trainer. I'm a health coach. Because at the time, I was taking classes to get certified in health coaching. So I'm like, no, I don't do the training side. But there was one person I said, okay, I'm, I'm going to try this. And in 30 days, 30 days, she looks different. And I was mm. like, oh, I'm good at this. <laughs> so, so, hey, why not? Let's do it. So I quit my job. And this is what I do. Absolutely, because yeah, I've seen and my team, we've done some research and the, the reviews are, are, are just, I'm going to say unbelievable, they're believable and, and you can see it, you can really see it and I think that's key with folks working out. So what type, so what type of fitness training do, do you do? I mean, it's, there's so much stuff, right? Tell us. Yeah, so I do strength training, I do weights because weights will help you burn all day and plus I want people to not just you know, um, transform. I want them to get stronger. 
And while the body is getting strong, the mind is getting strong. So strength training, I like to do HIIT workouts. Um, I'm not a big uh, get on the treadmill and run type person. Because for me, if I'm going to hire a trainer, give me something I can't do on my own. I don't want you to watch me on the treadmill. And that would be boring for me. So for me, we're going to get in here and do the HIIT workouts, the strength training. And when we do do cardio, it's manual cardio. You know, I, I never thought about that, right? Because again, yeah, do something. If I'm going to pay you, do something that I can't do on myself. So again, I think there's the motivating factor because that's that's part of it, having someone help, help you help you be motivated, right? Exactly. They're with you saying 10 more, five more. Because if you're by yourself, you're going to stop, you know. But that trainer is not supposed to just be looking at you on the treadmill. It's like, you know, you can't really motivate me on the treadmill anyway. So you know, give me something I can learn and take um, from these sessions and do on my own. So, so how do you keep your clients motivated, right? So I know you, you, you teach group classes yes. and you also teach individual classes, right? Tell right. us how do, you, how do you keep your clients motivated? So I always tell my clients that don't focus on motivation, focus on discipline. So I'm here to teach you discipline and new habits. The motivation is actually going to come from the other people in that group. Because it's funny, they look at me for motivation at first. They look at me and I'm like, okay, that it changes very fast. They're like, she got her results. I'm sitting here dying on the floor. So now they look into the next person like, oh, this is my partner. And they're like, oh, you got two more. I'm not going to do it with you. So they become motivation for each other. And that's why I like to do it as a group. Everybody there has something that they want to work on, even if it's big or small. So it's one goal, one main goal for the whole group to just stay focused and get the work done. So they become each other's motivation, which I love. That's oh, that's what's up. That's I never, I tell you, I, you know, I learned so much on these shows when I have my guests, because again, I, I and I, I never really thought about thought about like that. The group yeah. session and, and those other individuals are actually motivated. Because again, I mean you look phenomenal and again you have your results that you want. Um right. what what are some myths that you hear when it comes to working out and, oh, and or nutrition? That is a good one. So my myths for myself, they may be personal things. They may not be what other people believe. So this, for me, the biggest one, and I see trainers saying this, you can eat whatever you want and still get the body you want. No way. There's no way. There's no way that you can get, if you're eating whatever you want, nine times out of 10, you're not even, you don't have that mind capacity to think you know, to do other things that's going to move you forward or higher. So eating is the biggest thing. So if someone says, you can eat what you want, that's a red flag. That means they're going to be training you forever because <laughs> your diet's going to be off. So you're not going to get the results you want physically. So me, I focus on nutrition. Second thing that's a big, big myth is moderation. I hate the word. Oh, you can have this just in moderation. If this person knew moderation, they wouldn't be sitting in front of you. So you can't give a person that doesn't have discipline yet a word like moderation. Because what's right. moderation? Eat till I'm full. Eat till I think it's enough. You know what I mean? So I do away with all that. I'm like, no, change it. Change your habits. That's, oh man, I'm, I'm learning some stuff today. Because I I like to eat. And I do too. I do too. But the thing is this, right? So I like to have relationships that are loving. 
not okay. just with people, with food. So okay. when people come to me, oh, but I love chicken. Show me where it loved you back. Show me. Because I love strawberries. And I can show you where strawberries are loving me all over. Blueberries, strawberries, everything. So when you have that relationship, you want that full circle. Everybody's loving each other. You're not just loving the food and it's treating you horrible, giving you diseases, you know, all types of stuff. So I say, you know, change your eating. It's going to be a process. It's not something that you would just overnight say, okay, I want a great body. I'm not eating that anymore. But you have to push for that. You have to push for change. Without change, there is no change. Uh, okay, and that's something we we believe in here on Big Exposed Radio is change. We are believers in change. So were you ever overweight? I was never overweight, but I had things about myself that I did not like. And I was the type of person that would um, maybe be on vacation in Miami and see somebody in a swimsuit like, wow, her body is fire. And I would want that. I would wish I had that but I was doing no work for it. So for me, I like to say I looked average. And when I use the word average, I tell my clients, if you walk in a room and it's a hundred women, how do you stand out from these hundred women? Me, I already know how I stand out. Like they already say, my personality, my, no, you're just walking in. When I walk in, I'm about to look like self-love. I'm about to look like a person that takes care of themselves, a person who cares about what they eat, you know, about their physical appearance. So I know I'm going to stand out immediately. I don't even have to open my mouth. So, you know, things like that that I didn't like, I wanted to change to things that I not just liked, I loved. Nice, nice. You know, and I have to say, you know, you gave the example of, you know, you see a, a, a you go to Miami, you see a body and, for me, it's just the opposite. I will see a man that has a big ass stomach, just looks a hot mess. Because again, I'm not, my doctor says I'm overweight, but the hell with him. <clears throat> I will see that and be like, I don't want to look like that. Versus, right, right. you know, hey, well, yeah, you know, you know cats be cut. I want to get more defined. And um, I, my daughter, I know she's probably watching because she, she was like, oh, I saw this on IG and I said, oh, okay, well, you know, uh, I, I, I know this person, um, you know, we kind of in the same circle and, and then I reached out to you. So you can definitely believe we're going to get on the books because um, she, she's been trying to get me to, to work out. That's what doing Yeah, because listen, if you see that man and he has that belly and you're like, I don't want to look like that, you're doing the same thing I was doing. You're just wishing. Right. You have to take the precautions to not look like that. It, it kind of, not you, but in general, it saddens me about our community because we're not so educated in things. We do the exact same thing. And time has changed so much. It's so much information. It's so many different ways to do things, but we still repeat the same things and get the same results. Like, there's no way we should still be talking about high blood pressure, cholesterol, diabetes. Mm. Like, how? Yes. We shouldn't. So, you know, I understand. getting everybody healthy. Oh, I love and I, I love that. So let's so let's talk about that. As I mentioned, let's talk about. Tell us about your Supreme Fitness uh, training course. Tell us yes, about. Yes, that. yes, yes. Let's talk about that. That excites me. So right now we are doing a thirty day boot camp. With that thirty day boot camp, you would get thirty days of workouts to do at home, but they're on a calendar, so you basically do them scheduled. So then also you would get four weeks of um, meal plan, your whole, your plan, I'm sorry, your meals are planned out. 
um, recipes, uh, pictures, everything is included. This is all done through our app. We have a Supreme Fitness app. My son is my partner, um, Fit Supreme. His name is Andrew, and he's uh, he's awesome. He is okay. awesome. So that's my partner. Um, the boot camp, we're taking a limited amount of people, but this isn't like my normal online training. But with this also comes two live trainings per week. So you're going to get your workouts for five days, your meal plan for the whole 30 days, and then you're going to get two live trainings on Zoom with me and my son. Okay. So, and the app, all of this is done through the app. So. And we can, and so for those that are just joining, we are talking with personal trainer Tanya Gibson. We are talking health, we are talking uh, nutrition, we are talking all things Supreme Fitness. And we were talking about her online training course. So, if you tell us how can folks um, follow you, find you, and sign up for the Supreme uh, Fitness class before we continue? Absolutely, because I want everybody to find me. <laughs> find me on Instagram at Supreme Fitness. Um, I also am Supreme Fitness online, and I am It's Great to Be Me. So, all of them, follow all of those pages, please, and support. Um, save my workouts, try them, tag me in them. I love that. Okay, nice. So, uh, uh, how often do you work out? Me, <laughs> honestly, a lot. Um, I would probably say like six days a week. Six days a week. Yes, and it's not even purposely. Honestly, I really just love it so much. I want to include, though, for people that's listening, that is not something you have to do. Sufficient um, workouts are like three. Three times a week. Three times a week. Obtain okay. the results that you want. I would push for more, but I'm actually right now trying to um, fulfill some goals. So I'm really pushing myself and trying to take it to that next limit and doing more. What, what, you, you push yourself some goals, Tanya. I've, I've seen you out. What, 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 is that a maintain point now? Right? Does it? Ever... Oh no, no, no. So that's where people get it mistaken. It never okay. gets to a maintain point. It's always something else to work on, something else to strive for. Especially in fitness, because now that you got this, it's like, oh wow, I wonder if I can get that. And now you want to push yourself to see if you can, which you can, and then you're just going to try the next thing. It's always something to work on. Okay. All right. I'm convinced. I'm, I'm, I'm convinced. I'm, yeah. definitely, I'm convinced and I'm inspired. I, I, will say, I will say that. Question for you, which I ask all my guests, what would you say is your superpower? Uh, you know what? It's so crazy because at this point in my mid-40s, I am still unlocking them. And for right now, I'm going to say that it is love. It's love because a lot of people use the word, they throw it around, but everything mm. I do is in love. Everything I say is in love. I am love, literally. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's just showing love. And when I show love, I receive it back. Everything for me is love. Yeah, yeah. I, I will say your energy is always right when, uh, you. you know, it's, it's been a while since I've seen you out, but. Right. I haven't seen you either in a while. You know, but I, and when I do, I, I definitely say it's, it's, it's been nothing but love. I have a question that when one of my, my folks, my team members, they wanted me to mesh out, make sure I asked this question. So can you share with us a time you had to work with a, a, a difficult client? And what was that like? You know, it's so weird because I've never really had a difficult client. 
Um, I do believe that you attract what you are. So mm -hmm. I've been, I don't even want to use the word blessed because I don't normally, but I'm going to say it. Uh, I've been blessed. Fortunate. <laughs> um, I mean, because it's not for me to bless myself. So, but I've been blessed <laughs> to um, have um, clients that, oh my God, that I love. I really haven't had one. If I feel like they are going to be difficult, and in my mind, what difficult is not following my diet plan. So mm -hmm. I don't care if you do the work. I don't care whatever you do. If you have not changed your diet, then you are difficult. You are doing yourself a disservice and you're paying me for nothing. So mm -hmm. that I would call difficult, but I get that in track, like on track right away. But if I notice that this person doesn't have the results that they should have within a certain time, I'm like, so let's talk about your food. <laughs> yeah. I, and and I'm, I'm sitting there looking because the results that you have are, I mean, it's, it, it's it's I don't want to say it's crazy to me. That's like, how I feel. I look at them sometimes like, wait, get back on the scale. And I love that because you know why? It's more than their body changing. Their right. mind is changing. Their mind is changing. That confidence is going through the roof. They feel different about everything, and now they're confident in everything they do. Yes, and that's 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 what's up. So. I want to share again, for those that's just tuning in and watching, we are talking with personal trainer, Tanya Gibson. Um, we're talking Supreme Fitness. And I think just the, the, the term in itself, right, fitness, because again, you're talking about not just your body, but you're talking about your mind. Um, some of the comments, uh, Tanya takes her time and explains every workout. She makes working out fun and worthwhile. She is very professional as well as personable. I definitely look forward to the next session. Um, I mean, these and these, these Tanya is very professional and knowledgeable. She takes her time to listen and understand what your personal goals are. Everything is tailored to you. The best and most uplifting trainer I have ever had. She really cares. These these are actual comments from your clients. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, this this I mean this this is amazing. Um, and again, I've seen some of the pictures. I'd be like, oh my gosh. I, and that's why my daughter, she was like, she was very adamant. So we we will be doing a daddy-daughter. Yes, let's do it. Connecting. So you'll be quick to see. You'd be like, oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I know that guy. I know that guy. That, 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 that's, that's something else. That is something else. And to have that impact. Um, let me, let me ask you. So what, do, do you do yoga? I do not like on a um, level where I, I used to go to hot yoga classes, but I haven't been in a while, but yoga is very relaxing and very good. I really should do it more because one of my goals is flexibility. So I should do it more. How, how do you support your clients outside of their workouts? Right. Cause you mentioned again, they're probably doing this off a disservice if they're not following the food plan that you put together. And uh, I think I might've been a, a culprit of that at one point in time. <laughs> but how do you support your clients outside of their workouts? Um, I literally ask all my clients what they do when they join. I always ask what they do because I want to know if it is something that I can support. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if they are a massage therapist, I'm going to them. You know what I mean? If they do lashes, that's my new lash tech, you know, but I don't switch automatically. But if these are my clients that have been coming to me, then I, but whatever they have, I try to support them. Um, especially if they have their own business, I definitely, you know, whatever they have, whether I can use it or not, I support them. Tanya, you sound like me. 
Right. <laughs> no, no, real, real. I mean, it's real. I talk. know how that is, though. You know what I mean? You start in your business because I'm still new into this business. I love it so much, but I'm still new into it. I'm still learning a lot of things. But one thing that I have learned that support will take you so far, like just that support behind you. You're like, oh, OK, I got support. I can do this. So I like to give people that feeling, the same feelings I would like to have. Absolutely. As I like to shout out to my producer, Monty, because some days I just don't feel like doing it. But I know when I talk to him and he he, he makes things happen, I call him the magician. Yes. And those uh, are the people you keep around. Exactly. I, I will. I will co-sign on that every day, twice a day when it comes to my guy. <clears throat> so so tell us um, what's what's next. What's next for for Tanya Gibson and, and Supreme oh Fitness. Oh my God, everything, everything. I want to do, I want to connect with other trainers. That's the big thing that I want to do, to have like huge boot camps. I've been looking for a building. I'm still in the process of trying to find a building because the thing about where I train right now, it used to be my assisted living. And during um, COVID, I shut down my assisted living and turned mm -hmm. it into fitness because yeah. I felt like <laughs> people- well, look, this So Tanya, I'm sorry. Tanya, I, 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 because look, Monty, I, I have this conversation with Monty, right? So we was in the station, we was in the studio, mm -hmm. COVID hit, Monty always tells me to get over it, we're going to find, figure out something else, we're not going back into the station. <laughs> Listen. Listen. I, I just had to, I'm, I'm sorry, please, please continue, but that, I mean, that is real, this pandemic. Yeah, so I turned it into fitness and that was it. I've been going ever since. So I'm looking for a building. Um, when I find a building, opening a gym, I want to have bigger classes. Um, I want to have more like that 5 a.m., that 6 a.m., that early rise and stuff, those late classes. So I want to revamp and do a lot of things different. But I got to find that building first, which I know I'm going to find. Um, and whatever else comes my way, because I already know that there are some great things coming my way. I'm just waiting on it. Yeah, I, I, I can feel it, too. So what advice would you give our audience on how to stay active and in shape during this pandemic, since we, we're, we're talking about these changes? What advice would you give our audience to stay active? Right. couple things. First thing is join my 30-day boot camp. <laughs> you do not have to leave your home, shameless plug. You do yes. not have to leave your home. And you get to, I will be training you through your computer. We'll fill, after this session with you, I will have a training online. So it feels like I'm right there with those people. I love it. I can still look at them, correct their form. I have partners that stand here and actually do the workout so you can see the workout being done. Um, and I'm watching you to check, you know, make sure you're doing it correctly. Um, next thing is join my online classes. So that's the boot camp. <laughs> my mm -hmm. online is Tuesday and Wednesday at 7 p.m. Third thing is move, get to move and move around, especially if you have a desk job. If you have a desk job, get up from your desk, take a break, not just a bathroom break, take a break and walk around, get up, stretch, you know, actually do some stretches, real stretches, you can Google it. So you, there's a lot of things you can do to stay active. In your house is equipment, water bottles, gallons of water, all of that stuff is equipment to me, that's all I see. So this there are good. tons of ways. You have steps in your house, there's your treadmill. Shoot, do I have steps in my house? Good <laughs> God. Yeah, so listen, it was during the pandemic when I had moved all my um, equipment here and I didn't have a lot of equipment at home. I was doing the steps. 
I was like, I have to get it in. And the gyms were closed down. It was just like, oh my God, this is like a little panic for me because I love to work out. I made it work. Okay, that, 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 that makes sense. Question, another question that I, I ask my guests um, is just a standard question. What does living a rich life mean to you? Living a rich life for me is living a life with no boundaries and living a life with freedom. Not even the rich, the richness in that word for me is not the money. It's the freedom that comes from that money. So just having a rich, fulfilled life with love, um, finances, no boundaries in my world. <laughs> um, that's a rich life for me. Stress-free. Absolutely. See, and it all, so again, um, living a rich life is about six principles. It's about good health as we're talking about here now, right? We, we, mm -hmm. Supreme fitness, good health, strong relationships, yes. right? Folks, you know, you, hey, love. You, you, you give out love, you get love in return, a lot of support. Um, there is that financial freedom. That, that is definitely a thing. You, you, can't, you can't move away from that. That is being able to do what you want when you want. Right. Um, you, you set goals. You set achieve things that you want to achieve. Um, and then there's extraordinary experiences. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, you find a way to give it back. So, you know, again, folks understanding that it's not just about dollars, but there is that part of it that is, uh, it, for me, good health is number one. Number one, because without it, you can't do anything else. Yeah, that's, that's what they say. That's, yeah. that's, exact, that's exactly what we say. So we're going to lighten it up a little bit. Not that it was okay. tense, but, you know, there's a game that I call either or. Okay. In which I, you know, it's going to stick around to, you know, staying with the fitness and things of that nature. <clears throat> what you put in your body, nutrition, all that good stuff. So without, without further ado, either or, tea or coffee? Tea. Tea. Okay. I didn't think you was a, a coffee drinker. Morning person or night owl? Morning. A.M. A.M. With the okay. sun. I wake up with Jesus. My client is in the background like rich people don't sleep. You always say that. <laughs> well, this, this is true. This is true. Uh, shower or bath? Shower. Uh, quick, My time quick. is limited. Yes, yes. See, that's that's what I say too. That's what I say too. Oh goodness. So I don't know if I got this. They they told me. Um, so free weights versus what's I guess those all hooked up to a machine. I, I guess they, free weights for sure. Now are, are, is one better than the other? Um, for me, I think free weights are. Um, the other ones, the machines, they're kind of helping you a little bit. You know what I mean? They're still good, but they're helping you a little bit. Those free weights, when they're in your hand, that's all you. So, yeah. Ooh, yeah, that, that guess makes sense because if you drop it, yeah, boom. But if, yeah, Okay, I'll, 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 I'll sign up. I got a couple of free weights that I'm, I'm going to dust off now. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm, I'm going to dust off. I, I'm definitely going to dust off. Okay, let's <laughs> listen. You might as well. Well, we're going to get started with this. Yeah, we're gonna get we're gonna get started. That's that's a real thing. That is definitely a real thing. Um, do you ever get any criticism surrounding, you know, what what you're doing? I mean, again, I guess again, again, you're extremely fit, and I'm just trying to understand 
do you ever get any criticism about, well, you know, this, it ain't working with, this ain't working for me. And, you know, what's your thoughts on just the, the, the workout criticism that some people? Um, have? No, I don't. Yeah, I'm not making this up now, am I? I mean, no, 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 no. I totally understand. But no, I don't. Um, and if a person were to say, this is not working for me, because I know people say everything don't work for everybody. Right. right. This actually does work for everybody, but you have to work it. So if they said, this isn't working for me, cool. Sit down and list out what you've done to make it work and tell me what you're eating. Because I got to know what's not working. I've been doing this not even a long (laughs) time, but I know it works. How long have you been doing this? Three years. Three years. Okay. Three years. Yes, three, and, 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 forever and, to go. I love it so much. <laughs> yes, yes, I, I, I've heard that. Some little birdie told me that you you, you love doing this. I do. I do. Uh, nice. So I know you have a class, um, and uh, again, so Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Share every with everyone again how they can get a hold of you, how they can sign up for your class, and um, before we we close it out. Okay. So my classes are Tuesdays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. There are Zoom classes. The link is in my bio. And it's Great to Be Me or Supreme Fitness. In both of those bios, my website is www.supreme-fit.com. That's it. Supreme-fit.com. You should be able to put Supreme Fitness. I think I'm moving up in the Google world. Like... So, so if you search me, um, just go right on my website and you literally book it. The class is $12. It's only $12 and it's a 45-minute class and it's a lot of fun. Yes, it's a real workout. And, you're, and you are limiting the, the number of folks? No, not for that. That for is that. up to 100 people can come into that class because okay. that's on Zoom. But the training, the one-on-one training in the boot camp, that's more like you have to submit your pictures, your measurements. It's more detailed, more um, in depth. Yeah, I, I saw that. Like before and after pictures. And- yes, yes. And my client just lost eleven point five pounds in two weeks. Two weeks. Oh, that's that's that's, that's definitely yeah. did a big diet change. So she cut out meat, and she just are you a, so, so that, are you a um? I'm a, vegan. A, a vegan? Yes. Now that's different from a pescatarian. Right, pescatarians eat fish. I don't eat any dairy or any meat. Any dairy or any meat. Yeah. Oh. You see, I'm processing. I know. I saw you. You're like, hmm. Huh. Uh, yeah, nothing that had a heartbeat or you know limbs like me that could have kids like me. Not you know, none of that. No flesh. That's um. I, I used know. to though. I used to. You used to. So you yeah. changed. You changed that. Uh, I had a bad experience with meat in 2014, so I went pescatarian, and then my son convinced me to go vegan, and I did three years ago, and never looked back. And now I could not imagine consuming meat. So now all I eat is food. <coughs> Wait a minute. All you eat is food. Right, yeah, because obviously food is grown, an animal is born, so definitely couldn't be food. No, I'm going to say, I used to think I'm a pretty smart person, but now I got to rethink that. (laughs) She said food, now I eat food, versus, yeah, that's, that's... Yeah, and eating food 
you will get all that good nutrition from your body. I mean, from the food into your body and you feel so different. I promise you, the one thing I can say is I have a lot more energy. I used to be so tired all the time. I would wake up tired. (laughs) Okay, okay. When I turned 40, that's one of the things I did. I was like, I am going vegan. No, basically that's when I was trying to go vegan. I was vegetarian. But after that, straight vegan. So it's been three years. Oh, wow. Okay. I can learn something today for those that's tuning in and watching. Hopefully, <laughs> and my whole family good. is vegan. The whole family is vegan. My whole family is vegan. My husband, my kids, my grandkids. Yeah. Mm. We made it a family thing. One, one step at a time. That's what I say. One step at a time. And we all did it at different times. <laughs> okay. What, what are some of the best exercises someone can do if there's no time to to go to the gym right because again you said for folks that have you know uh, sitting at a desk all, all the time most of the time and just taking breaks to go to a restroom or whatever you know i've seen some exercises you can do in, in chairs and stuff like that oh, yeah absolutely um if you are at work squats is good um of course you can do a lot of upper body things with your arms um but if you are at home i would suggest sit-ups push-ups, squats, just those three things alone. They're all full body exercises. Um, And if I had to add cardio in there, I would throw in, um, oh my goodness, I'm drawing a blank. What is it, Manisha, when we jump up? Boom. Burpees. 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 I would throw in burpees. Oh, so you have a, uh, you have a client there? Yes, she's yes, she's my client and she's my partner. So for the seven, while I'm teaching, she's actually doing it. So I actually had to hire her because I needed her all the time. So I was like, "Listen, I need you." She's my client though, but she is a amazing transformation. Like she looks completely different. All right. Well, there, there you have it, folks. Um, we're talking here on Living a Rich Life Talk Show and. Be Exposed Radio. We have Tanya Gibson, personal trainer, Supreme Fitness. She's about to get it in, you know. I am, yeah. If, if I knew that, I, I should have made this interview uh, live in, in, in Cambridge. Okay. That would have been dope. <laughs> you know, but you know, this this time we'll 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 do that for another another time and yeah, make make it happen. So I appreciate your time. Yes, thanks for having me. This 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 was fun, and honestly, I've I've learned. Uh, all of my guests, I usually learn something, but I've learned a lot. Considering good health is the number one element of living a rich life, and you definitely have opened my my ears to some things. So um, happy I, I could do that. Yes, you got me over here like food versus now. Oh, I ain't gonna lie, I'm, a, I'm about to have me a hamburger. Oh my goodness! Come on, Rich. <laughs> no, no, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I have changed my diet, Tanya. That's I have, good. I have so I'm I'm baby steps, as I like to say. And, and my daughter, she seems to be advocating for me to to start working out. So we're gonna do a little yes. walking Saturday. Drinking a lot of water, and you know what? I just want to say a lot of people don't go to the bathroom regularly either. And they think it's fine. I talk to my clients. I'll be like, how many times you number two? Oh, once a day. Oh, the other day. I'm like, you know, you constipated, right? Like, hmm. what the? so yeah, that's why our people really need to be educated on stuff like that. Because if your baby didn't make a bowel movement, you would call the doctor. But when it's you, like, oh, I guess I'm fine. 
Because no, you're actually not. <laughs> and so, but before you say, so now that you didn't open up that can of worms, right? You're educating us. How often should you um, do At that? least four times a day, three or four times a day. Especially if you're eating, like people feed their dog and take their dog out the poop. Why is your dog's system different from yours? You don't think you should be pooping after you consume food? Definitely. So what happens is you eat that food, your body grabs the nutrients from it, the rest is waste. It got to come out. But if it's not coming out, where is it? Wow. Still okay. there. I probably go. Exactly. I, I probably go all day. <laughs> did, you, did you hear my, you hear my producer? You're Imani? <laughs> no. Oh, Imani Tanya, Tanya Imani. Hi, Imani. I said exactly. <laughs> yes. Like you have to go and people be having guts. Like they be small people that, oh, I just want to lose this stomach. I'm like, Take a sh- take a poop. Sorry, <laughs> like you need to take a poop. Like you need to drink some water. You need turmeric or ginger tea every a.m. <laughs> with a whole lime squeezed in every a.m. every p.m. You will start to go to the bathroom. Spinach twice a day. Frozen spinach. Season it up twice a day. You're gonna go to the bathroom. Mm. Th- those foods are made to do what our body needs because they're actually food. It goes with what the Creator did for us. Us food, it all works together. Mm. And with that said, I'm going to drop the mic. <laughs> there you have it, folks. Um, today was a great, so so stick around right quick for, well, for a minute, Tanya. I will, yep. Thanks for having um, me, Rich. It was great. Yes. There, there you have it, folks. This is, uh, as I call the Living a Rich Life closing remarks. Um, I, I want to thank our first guest, DeMarco Polk for joining and and sharing his story, author, poet, rapper, motivational speaker. Um, He has a lot of good things, so be sure to follow him. And, um, you know, Tanya Gibson, she just dropped some gems on me. I'm I'm usually not lost for words. I could talk a dog off a meat wagon, but uh, she she dropped uh, some gems, and hopefully folks will take the time to follow her, um, support her in her journey, as she, um, you know, keeps us healthy. I'm, I'm, I'm sold and uh, definitely will be in touch and we'll be signing up for Supreme Fitness, uh, me and my, my daughter. So, yes. and you are actually my second fitness expert and I, I'm calling you an expert that has have been on my show. Shouts out to, to my guy, Troy, Troy Blackwell, okay. another good fitness uh, personal trainer. He was just too far. And you know what? I didn't do what I was supposed to do from a fitness standpoint. So you you co-signed on what he was saying. So Oh, yeah. Okay. At at the end of the day. Um, So again, folks, I thank you for watching. I thank you for tuning in. Again, thank you, Uncle Marco. Thank you, Tanya, for sharing your story. If you have an inspiring story to tell, contact us, um, beexposedradio.com, and you can contact me directly at livingarichlife.net. Hit the the link that says contact us um until next week i'm inspired to for good health uh continue to be inspired to live a rich life once again this is rich james saying good night thank you for tuning in to beexposedradio.com until next week stay healthy